Welcome back to Piper Court with Matthew. Welcome back, my friends, to this edition of Piper Court. It's been a couple of weeks since we've gotten together to chat about various things that occur in our life or that have occurred in our lives in the past or maybe things that we think about in the future. And a day like this in the old neighborhood on Piper Court, this would have been a day for us to head up to the ball field at uh, Lehman High School and maybe get some guys together and throw the football around after school. It's absolutely gorgeous here today in Northeast Ohio. It's almost a perfect fall day. One of the one of the days that are sort of the archetype of a fall day. Blue sky, uh, copious amounts of sunshine. Perfect opportunity for me to use the word copious. <laughs> And the leaves and the trees are beginning to turn a little bit. And uh, our autumn here in Northeast Ohio seems to be relatively late here on this 18th day of October. And it is chilly today. So as is not really my custom, I actually made a hot to warm cup of coffee, which I usually don't have in the afternoon. And I usually relegate myself to a cup of coffee in the morning, but it just seemed like it would taste good. And I thought maybe we would spend a few minutes together talking a little bit about regret. And it seems to be a word that has been on my mind for really several months now. And I don't know if that's something that infiltrates your being sometimes. It seems lately that it has uh, casually nudged up against my world over the past year. And for whatever reason, it seems like it has made an even bigger impact over the past couple of months. And I really can't place my finger on it because I don't know if there is a particular event that's occurred, a particular life event that's transpired that has made me think about things that I have done and regret them or things that I haven't done And now the time is way past. But I seem to think that it's more the latter than the former. And it's something that's triggered a lot of angst lately. And it's really caused me to try to focus a little more on the present. You know, when we were growing up, as kids in grade school, it seemed that the focus was very much on college. And I can remember early on, even as early as seventh grade, 
getting a list of potential courses that I would be taking in high school two years down the road and actually plotting out over a a four-year time span throughout the whole course of high school the actual coursework that I would take and looking ahead at all of those courses and we're talking six years down the road looking at all those courses and trying to decide which courses would put me in the best position to achieve the major that I would choose when I entered my freshman year in college. And I think about that. I think about getting out of my desk, walking up with the coursework and the various boxes that I had checked and the various lines that I had filled in, and standing next to Mrs. Wittig's desk and having her go over that with me as I stood there. And I remember early on uh, her saying to me, it sounds like you want to be in journalism. And I knew very early on that I wanted to be a radio broadcaster, that I wanted to do something where a microphone was in front of my face. (laughs) And here it is, you know, uh, more than 40 years later, um, still sitting here with a microphone in front of my face. But this quest to know what it is you wanted to do was very critical. It was very, very important. And there are some, it's at, on some level, I still don't completely understand that because it feels like it was a rush job. And it seemed like there was a lot of pressure on all of us to go to college. It was the it was the it was the end all and be all. And when I talk to people my age, Obviously, I don't have children, but obviously for my siblings who do and others who also do, when they come from that mentality, they obviously want the same things for their children. So the thought of not going to college, or uh, better put, the thought of not knowing exactly what it is you want to do seems odd. And I use a couple of my nephews, twin nephews, as a perfect example. They graduated from high school a couple of years ago, and they've played in a band for probably going on six or seven years now. And the time has come I think, for them to decide what it is they want to do with this band. 
And there are some who say, I wonder what Alex and Anthony are going to do. As if to say, okay, this band thing was a nice, was nice playtime. But when's the real decision making going to start? When are you going to check the boxes and fill the lines in? In other words, when are you going to college? When are you going to make your decision about life? And so when I think of that event all those years ago, and I tie it into what's currently occurring with them, what does that have to do with regret? Do I feel regret that I felt pressured, or do I feel regret that I didn't join a band, or do I feel regret that I didn't take a year off out of high school and backpack across Europe with a friend, Is it okay to not know what it is you want to do? And even more so, as we progress through this journey, checking the boxes, established career, working towards financial independence, making sure that your world is lined up so that once you've put in your required amount of work that you can comfortably retire and knowing that all of those boxes, none of those boxes, very few of those boxes are checked for me and probably for many others for whatever reason losing your job or changing jobs in my case or being in an industry that at one time was very profitable and now it isn't does that make me regret the choice I made sometimes it does I went to the store the other day and as I was walking from my car to the store on the other side of the parking lot from the store is a post office branch. And outside at the end of their shifts were standing four or five postal workers in their blue uniforms and their blue shorts uh, talking about the day's events. And I leaned against the carts and I thought to myself, had I not checked the boxes on that piece of paper and stood next to Ms. Wittig's desk. Would it have been okay for me to get a job at the post office? Why wouldn't that have been okay? Because had I worked 40 years at the post office, all of the boxes later in life would have definitely been checked. I certainly would have been set up better then than I am now. But back then, if you told someone that you were going into the military 
or you were going to graduate from high school and get a job at a factory, you were very much looked down upon. In a way, you were kind of considered a loser. And yet, when you talk to some of these people and they said they were making 1850 sweeping floors, you thought to yourself, well, I'm not good at math, but that adds up pretty nicely. Maybe that's what I should have done. And there are even times, I have to admit, that when I get together with people and they're talking about where they are in their careers, the ends of their careers, they have X amount of years before they'll hang things up, or some of them are even closer than that. Some of them have even retired at my age. They took an early retirement. And now they have years to enjoy what they have left because they planned ahead and I didn't. So regret seeps in. And sometimes it's like an arctic chill when you've left the door open a smidge by mistake. You feel something. Something's not right. And once you close it, you realize what you've done. And I have to admit, the last couple of days, I felt pretty poorly about that. But two things at least temporarily kind of brought me back to earth. One was someone posted a quote on Facebook from Marcus Aurelius. And the quote was, when you rise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, think, to enjoy, to love. And those words have absolutely nothing to do with careers and investments and retirement and how much your house is worth and where you are in life. And the other thing was Hurricane Michael and reading the stories of people who returned to their homes and some people returning to nothing absolutely nothing and then it makes me feel small and it makes me feel I don't have too much to be I don't have too many regrets when I read those stories people who come back to a carcass because something will always bring you back to earth and I guess remind you that invariably it isn't as bad as you think it is A 
I hope you'll subscribe to the Piper Court podcast. I know it's available on a Stitcher, and it's easily uh, listened to on Alexa, because sometimes I'll catch my wife wandering around upstairs and screaming at Alexa from across the room, play the Piper Court podcast. And then there it is. So if fall has made its way in your world, hopefully you'll enjoy it. We at least try to get to one of our favorite places in the fall, and that's the Rittman Orchard, which is out in the far, far west side of Akron going towards Worcester. It always seems to be festive autumn environment there. We've yet to go there so far this year, but it's always a trip to buy a collection of apples and soak up the ambiance of fall. So hopefully fall has made its presence known in your world, and hopefully you'll be back for the next episode of the Piper Court Podcast. Have a great day.